Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time of day you're watching this. Thank you for doing so. I'm Nelson, the founder of 360 Degree Ministries, where the love of Christ must come full circle. And this week we're going to finish off our unit on spiritual growth, the basics. So we've talked about some things so far. We've talked about the, we introduced the topic, then we talked about typological examples like Abraham and how he had to be told multiple things, told the same thing multiple times because he was kind of stubborn. And then we talked about David and how he was bucked up for God at first and then he got a little complacent in his stuff and then God had to tamp down and build him back up. And then we really got into the trenches with the meat and potatoes of spiritual growth, like how it's really supposed to work, the mechanics. So this week we're going to talk about the, the, the nuances of spiritual growth. And I mean, to be perfectly honest, if I had to sum this up in one sentence, it would be if spiritual maturity were easy, everyone would have it. And not not everyone does. Because we talk about concepts like the ones I'm just going to do in these two scripture readings. We're just going to read them both real quick. We're going to go first to uh, Luke chapter 9. And just going to read uh, verse 23. And that scripture is as follows. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And then another scripture is like it. And I'm going to show you why. But we're going to Matthew chapter 11. We're going to read verses 28 through 30. And that scripture is as follows. Come to me, all who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So these two things kind of go hand in hand, if you will. So when you learn how to turn your stuff over to God through Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, you'll be able to kind of be able to pick up your cross and follow follow God when you understand that the the not I hate to sound cliche, but when you really when we really understand in spiritual maturity that the battle is God's, we are just his avatars, if you will, the the, the, the spokespeople. Like we fight on his behalf, but it's his fight. We we can't take ownership of the fight. We just have to let God use us. When we understand that it's God that's using us, we turn that piece over back to God. And that the burden is light, meaning that it's simplistic, if you will, to just say, you know what? Turn this over to God. God got this taken care of. But we struggle with that. Because that's what we talk about. Because that's the kind of behavior we have when we have the consistent, empowered godliness that spiritual maturity entails. But as we grow spiritually, we have to learn this. And this is kind of a struggle. Why is it a struggle? Because we... Because it's hard for us to deny doing it ourselves and letting God do what he's supposed to do. It, it gets real bad. And then at, at certain points, we, we, we struggle so much that we just turn away. And this is a lot of the struggle that happens during the sonship phase of, of spiritual growth. That the way God wants it seems too hard. So we want to do it our way. And God like, nah, you got to do it this way. And all of our stuff shut down. No, you got to do it this way. No, you got to do it this way. No, you got to do it this way. And you just keep running over there. We, 
What does that look like? What does that look like? Well, it looks like this. Y'all have seen me, see me go here over and over and over and over and over again. We're going to go here one more again. One more again, as the kids say. Going to uh, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verses 3 through 4. <laughs> for the time is coming when people will not endure te sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teaching to suit their own passions. They will turn away from listening to truth and wander off into myths. They get too hard. We run. We trying to make the plan. But Proverbs 19 and 21, like we talked about last week, say God in control. God will going to be done. But we want to seek our will. Because we think we got a little something, something going on. God can't want me to do it this way. He can't want, he can't want it this way. Nah, he wants it that way. If, he, if that's the command he gave, that's the way he wants it. But we, we be trying to revise God's plans and God just shut our stuff down. And... We start to sow into the we, we we be sowing into the flesh as opposed to the spirit, and that is pursuing our will and our interests as opposed to God's will and God's interests. There are things that are blatantly sinful in this, but remember, anything you do outside of faith is a sin. I would go even further to say anything you do outside of God's will is a sin. But we get to this point because we become unwilling or unable to see God's plan. And when we kind of apply kind of those concepts from last week that we talked about, the, 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 the three things we're going to talk about, we're going to bring back up two of them, really. And we talked about them a couple just, just a minute ago, really, that we have to understand that God is in control. And we have to understand that we have to sow into the spirit. We have to sow into God's will, God's values, God's standards. We have to we have to focus on that. We have to embody that. We have to abide in that. The John 14 and 15 piece. We have to abide in that. We got to get abiding power. And, and when we get that, then that yoke becomes easy. Then the burden becomes light because we can turn that stuff over to God and pick up our cross and follow him. That's just all that's saying is, all right, well, God got the plan. That's the way I'm going. God got the plan. That's the way I'm going. So just kind of to, 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 to summarize it, I mean, I know it's just going to be a kind of a brief summary. I mean, When we get saved, remember, I, I saw, I've talked, I've talked about this before. When we get saved, we develop a desire to please God. Spiritual growth is learning what that looks like. Because in the beginning, we get terrible at it. Then we think we got an idea. And then we run off too fast. And then God said, now you got to do this instead. And then we be like, really? That? Yes. That. And what else you got after that point? You got you got struggle. You got struggle in the sunshine. But then after that, you can overcome the world. You can get into this easy yoke, light burden kind of piece. You can get into the pick up the cross and follow Christ kind of piece. You can get that consistent, empowered godliness and spiritual maturity. And then we can teach other people how to be that same way. Because, I mean, Matthew 28 say make disciples. And that's the point of spiritual growth, to make disciples, because the first commandment God gave was be fruitful and multiply. Well, to be fruitful and multiply, you couple be fruitful and multiply to make disciples by baptizing in the name of the fallen son and the Holy Spirit. God wants more stuff that look like him. We want stuff that look like him. And for us to make stuff that look like him, 
You got to look like him first. And that's what spiritual growth is. That's just the little basics of it. So uh, next week, I'm going to kind of do like an intermission video. Kind of see where everybody's heads are, stuff like that. And then maybe a couple announcements. I love each and every one of you, and there's nothing we can do, nothing you can do about it. Yes, we're already done. We're already done. But I love each and every one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another, and have a great weekend, folks. <laughs>